Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Print On Demand cast, episode 97, that's three away from 100 if you're a mathematician, Uh, and if you're not, I just helped you. So, three episodes away from the 100th episode, as always, for all 97 episodes, my co-host, co-pilot, co-captain, Travis Ross joins me. Travis, how's it going, man? It's going pretty good. Um, It's, we're recording on Monday, which we haven't done for a while, so. Very true. Um. I could not get out of my email until after lunchtime. I was still going through emails after lunch. So this has been a it's been <laughs> a busy day, but we've did sent out a ton of quotes and a lot of people are buying stuff. Everyone and, uh, <laughs> wants the things. They do. And I can't, yeah. can't say I compl- I'm complaining about it. Yeah, you can't say you can't say that's a that's a good problem to have. I guess you can't it's a good problem to have. You can't complain about it. So, I mean, you know what I mean? So it's always good when that happens. So sure. uh, yeah, it's a crazy, crazy uh, weekend, which we'll get into more of that here shortly as to why mm-hmm. this weekend was so eventful and crazy. But before that, we are going to just go sh- straight into this week's weekend. Time for the weekly dad joke. Okay. So, uh, Travis, I mean, for, for those for those listening, uh, they know that you and I are they should know you and I are music fans, right? Like we, we yeah. play music, we enjoy music, we, we have a good time. And, uh, you know, I read the other day a piece of music news, kind of historic, I think. But the Beastie Boys, right? Everyone knows the Beastie Boys. Sure. They are releasing a five part anthology covering their entire career. The wow. entirety of it. That's impressive. I mean, Beastie yeah, Boys are it's cra- kind of rock or well, rap legends, I guess. Um, rap, music, yeah, legends. rap rock or rock rap or yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. So I don't doubt that they have you know the content necessary to fill a five part anthology. But my first question when I heard this was, uh, what's the cost? What's the price? Hmm. Uh, so I looked into it, and it turns out that parts A through D are free but you gotta fight for your right to part e <laughs> and that's this week's weekly dad joke uh oh my goodness. i've used i've used that one far yeah. too many times in the wild it's uh it is induced multiple eye rolls and cringes and uh because it seems like such a valid piece of information. <laughs> it, it's it's straight up fabulous. I mean, I I guarantee there are listeners still laughing right now. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. In fact, I I texted you that joke. I think a couple of weeks ago, and you were like, I, the first part, you're like, oh, that's really interesting. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. it's so unassuming. <laughs> it catches everybody off guard, and it is yes. fan freaking fantastic. So, um. With that, by the way, feel free to use that as always. I can tell you from experience, it is uh, useful and it works. So, uh, but yeah. listen, um, it so happens that Travis, 
you and I are, are branded right now. I know. A bit. I, I noticed uh, that. Yeah, not even not even trying to coordinate that, but we have some some POD cast merch on. He is wearing the the Guns N' Roses inspired podcast professionals. I have the Cobra Kai expi- expired inspired podcast t-shirt and you can get both of these shirts and many many other shirts over at printondemandcast.com slash shop is where you can pick up all of your print on demand cast merch and it's the easiest way to support the show that's for sure aside from listening and and subscribing and leaving reviews that kind of stuff monetarily speaking travis and i've told you uh you know a lot of times and if you're new to the show this is something that travis and i do for fun it's a passion project it's a hobby we don't necessarily make money off of this so if you like the content if it's useful if you're a fan the easiest way to support order a shirt and it is greatly appreciated everything that comes in will just be reinvested into new equipment and you know just improving the production quality of the show so yeah cool 100 percent. so nice advertisement yes (laughs) printondemandcast.com slash shop and we are going to go straight into this week's point of interest Just a prerequisite for everyone listening. This really has nothing to do with the print-on-demand industry, but this is more a story more than anything, or a, re- a, re- a retelling of our last month of our mm. of every other day uh, habits and <laughs> what we've been doing for a month. But to know that at first, uh, you, you got to watch and listen to this. Yes, there you go, folks. The Avalanche are the 2022 Stanley Cup champions. And if you were wondering what we were doing when that happened, well, have another listen and a look. Those poor animals. Yeah, they're hating this. And the dogs don't like it either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the dogs are also not fans of what was happening there. But for those of you listening, uh, I encourage you watch the YouTube version uh, or you know the Spotify uh, version of the show uh, to get the full understanding what just happened. But basically, um, that was Travis, myself, my father-in-law, Jason, who's been on the show before, his brother, Josh, uh, our, our good friend Graham, uh, and then mm-hmm. of course, my mother in law was was uh withholding or in Re- wrestling the dogs you know, down, <laughs> wrestling the hounds so that they weren't you know unleashed and 
and wreaking, you know, or they didn't get killed really. We would have just stomped on them because they're so yep. tiny. But all that to say, <laughs> the Colorado Avalanche are this year's Stanley Cup champions. And I'll tell you what, uh, for the last year, last month, Travis, uh, yeah. our lives have been consumed with playoff hockey. <laughs> totally true. Uh, you know, there was a couple of times when we were like, hey, we we didn't have time to record. And, you know, if we're going to be truthful and honest, the Colorado Avalanche did have something to do with that. <laughs> um, we had to have our priorities straight. And uh, but no, we we uh, we had a group of guys that would kind of rotate in and out. There was a few regulars, um, myself and just I included. Uh, yeah. We would go to these. Uh, we went to a few different bars. We kind of settled on one. Um, to watch most of the playoffs yeah. and you know we missed a few games here and there uh, for various reasons but oh we had so much fun running around like just like you saw oh in that gosh. video it, yeah. yeah we were but we were high-fiving people we didn't know at this point yeah, it was so, yeah. it was in public that we were doing yeah. this and and uh, you know for whatever reason last night you know my father-in-law who is probably um, out of the entire group the most avid of avalanche fans right and he was kind of the one that kind of spearheaded everyone going to this to the bar and watching the game, which we did last year, but it wasn't as fun because the Avs got out in like the second or third round. But mm-hmm. um, he was just like, hey, I think I kind of want to just watch this at my house. And so we all, you know, the group of us went there, had some food. And I can't imagine the wild scene it would have been at Rock Solid. Uh, you know, I, sometimes you wish you could just have that remote control like uh, then that and then click and just rewind and then just go Mm. and live the alternate reality of (laughs) the rock solid celebration. Um, But uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting because I won't be back in that bar until May. Honestly, (laughs) there's no reason for me to go back (laughs) to rock solid uh, ever unless it's playoff hockey. And for those listening, it's, it's the diviest bar uh, probably that we could have found. But it was nice because you know a tall pint of Coors Light was three dollars. If it's happy hour, it was two bucks, and and so it was yeah. just super super cheap alcohol, which is why we yeah. wanted to go. So <laughs> yeah, and if you're going to go to that many games, I mean, we're we were talking about this actually last night after the game um, about how long the playoff season actually is. And if you think about a regular hockey season, I think has like 45, 48 games, right? Wasn't that what it was? It was, Josiah, I, think, I think it was in the low, was in, in low the fifties, low fifties. Yeah, okay. Something like and that. you think about, you have to win four rounds of playoff hockey that could all go to seven games. That's 28 games. That's half of a season potentially. Yeah. Yeah. To adi- to play in addition to your full season, if you actually go all the way to the cup. So, um, th- all that to say is, two and three dollar beers are very important when you're watching all of those games. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that is uh, that is accurate. And I, you know, I, I, this time last year, or you know, a little before this time last year, Travis, you and I weren't really even hockey fans until yeah. we, we started watching playoff hockey last year and now we were just enthralled and engrossed in every aspect of Colorado uh, avalanche hockey. So I will say it's one of the most intense, fast paced action packed Mm -hmm. sports that are out there. Like hockey players are legitimately some of the toughest guys in the world. It's like NHL is like probably the top and at the bottom is probably NBA, I would say. Um, But, but that's just my personal. You're going to get hate mail, but you know, I know, (laughs) 
I don't <laughs> like him. Um, so yeah, you can send your hate mail, I guess, uh, this direction. Anyway, uh, so with that being said, just a nice little story. It's nice that it's over. I'm glad we won. It was kind of weird because it's like, well, now what do we do with our lives? And uh, I kind of enjoyed hanging out every other night, but it's time to resume normality uh, in some sense. And uh, so congratulations to the Colorado Avalanche. They are this year's Stanley Cup champions. And here's to a, a repeat next week, next week, next year. Oh, yeah. uh, absolutely. So with that being said, we're going to transition out of this and go straight to the main event. All right, so we're going to resume uh, this POD 101 series that we started. It got interrupted uh, two weeks ago because uh, Uncle Mike was here, and so we had to chat with him and and catch up and see what he was doing and understand the different dynamics happening at Make Your Mark Design. And then the week mm-hmm. after that, uh, playoff hockey happened. Uh, we already fessed up to that <laughs> in the previous segment, so there's no shame in just telling you we, we didn't want to uh, miss the game. So uh, we're going to recap what we did now three weeks ago when we talked about design ideas creating designs design organizations SKUs, design ids etc all of that we covered last week so if you have any questions about that feel free to listen to that episode three weeks ago and kind of get caught up before moving to point to number four or listen to number four and go back and listen to number three Whatever you want to do, it's totally fine. Um, It it all makes sense either way. So, uh, But we're going to move in this week. So we went from how to start a business in LLC, what an EIN is, what a bank account is, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Moving to all the way to, you know, design creation. And then also VAs, finding someone to help you work in your business and Mm -hmm. kind of outsourcing a lot of that. So now... Let's say you have all of that done. You have designs created. You have the organization. You have that down. Now you have to figure out what do you want in a production partner? Who do you want to be your dropship? Who do you want to actually produce the goods? If you're not going to bring it in-house, what are you going to do? And how are you going to decide who gets the the prestigious honor of being (laughs) your dropshipper? (laughs) Right. And I mean, you you just said we're not really going to talk about it because it could be a whole episode, but um, this is all assuming you're not going to bring it in. I mean, in-house. Sure. So we were already selling on Amazon. And if if you've listened to the podcast for very long, you have you know my story. We just started sublimating coffee mugs in our basement and creating Amazon listings for them. Yeah. And we just, that's how we got started. And we so we were fulfilling all of our own orders, going to the post office every day back in the day, you know, and, um, making the drop-offs and just basically just getting out all that product every day. Um, so that's one way you can start. I mean, you could, you know, find a, um, you know, a 
DTG machine online, like Uncle Mike did. He found some DTG printers and he figured out how to fix them because he's a tinkerer and he likes to, yep. you know, tinker with things. And that's that's one way to do it. Um, you know, or or you could start with coffee mugs. You could start with there's a lot of different things. There's a lot of people that are doing like Etsy and they're using like a Glowforge, which is a yeah, um, an yeah. inexpensive or a kind of a consumer grade uh laser machine. Um, and so they can do some laser things with that. And um, I mean it's not going to hold a candle to a production style one. Um, but you can still get started with something like that. Um, my, right. what I started with, with coffee mugs is nowhere near what we have now. Like the presses that I was using back there were garbage. The printer sure. that I was using back there was just a converted inkjet printer and it was <laughs> messy and it, it was garbage. So, you know, but I got, it got me started. It got me into the game. So I, we didn't have that on our notes, Josiah, but I did want to kind of throw that out as like, that's another possible you, you could be your own production partner i guess is what i'm yeah. trying to say yeah absolutely so yeah maybe we should add that as a you know 4.1 or 5 or something uh just talking about if you want to bring production in-house because i know i know predominantly um there's the majority of our of our listenership demographic are people who aren't necessarily um doing production themselves but all of that to say uh, it probably, you know, if useful to hear that information, if you're considering it, maybe you'll cross that bridge. You can come back as a reference or there's someone out there listening now that, you know, we don't want to take for granted that they're maybe making that 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 journey themselves and considering what that process might look like. So maybe we will add that sure. into into this series. Um, but what, the, the question you have to kind of ask yourself and answer is what do you want out of a production partner? What, what right. what's the what's the thing that you're looking to gain? So here we're looking at speed, quality, and low cost, right? As you can see from the diagram, um, to have all three of those things. By the way, nothing like a good Venn diagram. Uh, nothing like. <clears throat> there's uh, there's three different things, three different categories: speed, cost, quality. You can see in the middle, it says the word impossible, and that is because. <laughs> It is nearly impossible to find someone that can check all three of those boxes consistently sure. all of the time. It's going to have to be a pick two. Do you want uh, something that's speed, fast, and quality? It's going to be expensive. Do you want mm -hmm. something that's cost-effective but quality? It's going to be slow. And you want speed and cost? It's not going to be a good quality. So you have to pick two and, and, and take what you get when those two things uh, combine right you have to you have to mm -hmm. um, deal with the the product or the byproduct of picking those two particular um, circles in the venn diagram yeah and I'll, I'll also say obviously speed cost and quality it's all kind of you know it's in the eye of the beholder like what is speed to me may not be speed to you what is quality to sure. me may not be called you know so you have to kind of so I, I guess that i say that because um, to say that speed, cost, and quality, getting all three of those things together is impossible is probably not 100% true because our opinions on those three things vary so much. And so, sure. um, so I might be fine with something that's, you know, it, they get it fast and it's cost effective and it's not the greatest quality, but it's good enough for me. And so it's quality enough for me, but for your right. business, maybe it's not. So, um, but it, it really yeah, there, is there's a lot of subjective. Yeah, like, there's not, totally. Yeah. 
I think I think a good a good example that I could probably point to, and I've told the story of this particular client multiple times, um, but he was a very very high volume client, and he wanted all three of these at the same time. But getting into his definitions of what that meant, he wanted next level or Bella canvas shirts mm-hmm. that were delivered to his customer's door within two days of their order at the wow. cheapest possible cheapest possible price point in order to make maximum um, profit, which is understandable. But then it was a lot of managing expectations of like, Hey dude, two days, unless we have, unless there's a prime badge on that listing of yours, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's going to get there in two days. So in that instance, because of his definitions and his expectations that he brought to those three circles, um, it right. was actually really impossible to meet that his exact expectation. But we've talked a lot about managing expectations. So uh, in right. this show, so just understand that when you're picking a production partner and having those discussions, they might have to kind of temper your expectations, or you might have to temper your expectations uh, and kind of adjust your definition of what that means. Like Travis was saying, because it's so subjective. It's I, I right. the beholder stuff. So yeah, from there, Travis, what would you say would be next as far as the next kind of checklist item when you're thinking about a production partner? Uh, I think, um, I mean, I think you could probably take uh, either of the next two kind of either way you want to go, but we could talk about customer service um, because there are going to be issues. There are going to be, you know, returns. There's going to be problems um, because we live on the planet earth. Um, and so, <laughs> and, and because people have, you know, sometimes customers have unrealistic expectations and, and perhaps your, uh, you know, perhaps it's not being able to be conveyed to them. I, that's one reason. Um, I'll just sidestep here for a second and say, that's one reason why customer education is so important. So if you are selling on a platform, yeah. it's very important that your, your listings really give a realistic yep. expectation of what your customers uh, can expect in delivery time. And, and that's kind of what you, you know, going back even further, what you were just saying about that one customer um, you were doing customer education and yeah. Hey, yeah. to, to get the order, to get the garment, to get it printed, to get it packed and to get it to your customer in two days is not realistic. And here's why. And let me right. explain this to you. Yeah. Let me educate yeah. you on the process that we have to go through. Um, right. And, and so that's just that's one I that's one example of customer education. But in our you know drop shipping mentality, customer edu- education can be done through a listing, through a description, yes. through some bullet yeah. points, and that's super important. Um, so so so, but things are still going to even even if you have all that perfect, it's still going to you know sure. come up. There's, there's still um, going to be some issues. <laughs> yeah, and so you know if you're going to have to deal with that, if they're you know if the customers are coming back to you but you're still going to have to go to the drop shipper or the production partner. Um, you're going to need to know what their response time is. Um, you know, is it, is it email or phone support or right. tech support or chat support or how do they handle that stuff? And are you comfortable with that method of communication? Sure. Um, and then what do they actually do? Uh, what do they actually cover in terms of returns? So if it's, if it's printed wrong, um, you know, 
is that your fault or is it their fault? If it breaks, is right. it your fault? Is it their fault? And you just need to understand all of those things. And most companies, most companies are pretty good about like, if it's the, if it's my, so for instance, our company, if it's my fault, if, if a mug breaks in transit, I'm going to replace it um, yeah. because we didn't pack it good enough. Now, if, um, if you submitted the wrong art file and we printed you know, that order that matched that skew and, and it's all good. And that's what you uploaded. Well, I couldn't, couldn't help that. I'll sure yeah. send a replacement, but I'm not going to pay for the first one. Yeah. Sure. I mean, <laughs> you're sure. going to need to pay for that. So, pay for both. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's, that's something that if you were going to use us, you'd need to know that, you know, Hey, right. basically we own our stuff and we hope that our customers are okay owning their stuff and we try yeah. to be fair. Um, and I think a lot of cus a lot of companies are like that, but those are the some of the things that you need to think through, particularly like the communication aspect, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, are you cool sending an email or do you want to talk to somebody? Sure. Um, How hard is and, it to get in touch with a human? You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. something that you and I, you know, have dealt with recently in terms of a, there was a social media management software where you could kind of <laughs> manage all things at once, right? You know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, one post there to all those platforms, you know? And so we had signed up for a trial period and decided not to use it, but we didn't cancel the free trial in time and got charged. And so I was out on a mission to try and get that money back and the process of trying to talk to a human on the phone was very difficult. There was some instant chat that was happening. Hmm. The response time was a little, little laggy as far as when they would actually get back to you. Um, and then you go to their website and there is there was no phone number. There was mm -hmm. social media channels that you were encouraged to DM. And so I finally uh, DM'd them through Twitter and said, hey, Here's the scenario. I'm not getting any response from your website chat box. I need to know if this is something that's that can be remedied because we clearly don't want to spend X amount of money on a product that we're not using. Right. And so they responded to me instantly on Twitter, but then said, well, you've already filed the ticket with our chat, blah, blah, blah. You're going to have to wait and hear back from them. So all of that to say, end of the story, it's all resolved. You know, happy ending stuff. Yes. But the simplicity of being able to find a phone number and just call somebody and, and talk to them in, in a, in a medium that's not, you know, text or that can't be mm -hmm. misunderstood or lost in translation or, cause I'll tell you if it's a complex situation, I have to really like muster the focus to type it out in a way that is succinct and detailed enough to both be right. quick for me and provide enough detail for the person that I'm trying to get an answer from. Mm -hmm. Whereas on a phone, you can do that in 10 minutes because yeah. it's much easier to speak. So it's important to know, are you going to be able to actually reach somebody? Or are you going to have to submit tickets and wait for an email? And if that's the case, that's great. But understand, try and get an understanding of what that lead time is. Because while you're waiting on your supplier, your customer is waiting on you. And right. so you're beholden <laughs> to the supplier's efficiency and the customer doesn't know that Printful or Printify or whoever is fulfilling your orders. They only know you. And so they don't care. I can tell you that as a former Verizon salesman, people don't give a rip about what you're beholden to. You're the face they're talking to and you're the person that they're going to want to 
vent their frustrations to. Totally. So you have to under, you have to get a good understanding of the back end process and how long it's going to take you to get an answer. And are you okay with that? Is it 14 days? Well, they respond within two days, three days, five days, seven days. God forbid it's a week before they get back to you, but it's a big company. There's lots of moving pieces. Most of the time, left hand doesn't know what the right's doing. You might mm -hmm. not get connected to the same person every time. So you really have to understand those logistics when you decide yeah. that, because inevitably it's going to reflect on your business and not theirs. Right. And, you know, I mean, let's just be frank. Um, customer support is a, a really big um, part of these companies uh, expenses and it doesn't yeah. bring any rev doesn't bring in any revenue. And so it's going to make sense that they're going to try to make it as least expensive as they can by potentially yeah. eliminating some channels that you could contact them in uh, phone support's probably the most expensive for them yeah. to, to be able to support. Um, and so they try to direct people to the social media channels, to the email because they can, they can cue that a lot easier than a yeah. live person on the phone. Of course, you've all been in a queue for a phone call, but you get the idea. Um, I can have several hundred emails in a queue and, you know, dispersed amongst people. Um, but I don't know if I've never called somebody, uh, you know, a place and been like, you are number 428. Please hold, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's never happened. You Your know, wait so, time is 14 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's just, you know, it's just something to keep in mind, uh, when you're working with larger companies, they just, they have to figure that out for themselves mm -hmm. and they do so in different ways. Um, right. Yeah. So that's, I guess that's customer service. Do you have anything else to say about like how to vet that? No, I, th I think, I think we covered, covered a lot of it. I will say going back to just that education process, educating yourself and in the instance of, of that customer I was talking about explaining him, uh, explaining to him the reason why two days wasn't realistic. I then encouraged him to educate his customers and manage yeah. their expectations so that they understand when they purchase these guidelines that were set in place by us. But again, it's his customer. So the education process is, you know, rolls downhill. Whatever you hear from your supplier, whatever details you learn from them, lead time, expectations, what's covered, all of that, you need to then in turn educate your customer. Because if you tell your customer something different, knowing that it's not actually how it is, you're just a bad business person at that point. Like, I don't know how else to tell, how else to say that. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so I would say that's probably you know customer service, customer support in a nutshell. Um, next, I would say, what about samples, quality check, QC? The the best way to kind of quality check mm -hmm. is to see if you can get samples. And Travis, there's a couple of reasons why that's beneficial, right? What would you say? Yeah. Like one of the first reasons wanting to get samples would be beneficial for yourself. Yeah, I think, I mean, it really goes back to that Venn diagram that we were showing earlier, because you're by ordering samples from this company, you're going to be able to see how much they charge. So that's the cost. You're going to see how fast they actually get it to you. So you're going to see the speed and you're going to actually hold the product in your hand. So you're going to get to see the quality and you're going to be able to be 
the master of your own destiny when it comes to the Venn diagram of <laughs> speed, cost, and quality um, through just actually using the service. Um, and yeah, I mean, so you get to also see like, well, what is it like putting in an order at this company or at this, you know, on this website or with whoever? How is that? Is it all email based? Is it, you know, is there a user interface? You know, can I drag and drop my art? Um, what are the requirements for art? Uh, there's a lot of things you get kind of um, when you you actually take the time to get a sample, you know, to actually place an order from these companies. So I would highly, highly recommend it. You know, I mean, um, the one say, the one thing I will say, though, um, you know, when we're talking about that Venn diagram, and I kind of alluded to this earlier, but if you're just selling like on Amazon or Etsy, um, yeah quality is important, but it might sure. not be quite as important as if you have a specific brand that, yeah. only, you know, like you're going, your brand is, is comfort colors, you know, and, and you have like five designs and you sell the crap ton out of those, you know, obviously you're not going to, you know, swap that comfort colors out with a Gildan because, you know, that would totally, totally, totally separate yourself from the brand or separate that product from the brand and it's just doesn't work. But if you're just like selling novelty teas, funny teas, like these teas, um, you know, on an Amazon or an Etsy, uh, you don't have to sell it on an as color, you know, <laughs> um, if you don't want to, you don't have to sell it on the most expensive shirt. Um, you can, and that's totally fine. And you can pay that extra if you feel like your customers will pay that extra. Um, but, that's just kind of an aside um, when you're talking about quality. So when you get it in your hands and you're actually feeling it, you might actually be surprised that, you know, this Gildan soft style that I'm wearing is going to feel a heck of a lot like a Bella canvas 3001 yeah. or next level 3,600. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Samples are, are huge for that reason. And another reason that samples are, are a good idea is let's say that you are, you know, if you have a brand or you're selling to a following or you are an influencer or you've had, you're building a site to sell merch, um, getting those things in hand, like Travis said, allows you to intelligently speak about the quality and the process, but it also gives you a chance to wear the stuff in the video that you're posting yeah, or, or totally. take actual lifestyle shots of your friend modeling it for you and throwing those out as opposed to just the system generated stuff that is there, but it's not quite as engaging. And so that from an advertising and marketing standpoint, samples are incredibly advantageous because mm -hmm. um, in my experience, you know, we have talked about working with influencers um, on with print on demand. And in my experience, if you get the merch that the influencer is trying to sell in the hands of the influencer for them to wear in videos, it makes a oh. world of difference. So that's another reason that um, samples are very, very good idea. Apart from just wanting to know the quality um, and the turnaround times, it's just being able to speak to your followers, to your demographic intelligently and market it in a way that's better than just system generated thumbnails, basically. Right. Yeah, that's that's an excellent point that we didn't have in our show notes. So kudos to you, Mr. Josiah. <laughs> Thinking outside the box. Uh, so mm -hmm. let's say we'll, we'll go, you know, the big three. Uh, and these suppliers would be Printify, 
Printful and Guten, uh, which Guten is always fun to say. Guten. Um, Guten. Uh, yeah, those are probably the, the big three that are um, available out there. They've got a lot of integrations. They've got a lot of products that they can decorate mm-hmm. and make for you. If you want to know more about those um, particular channels individually and what they actually offer respectively, you can go to episode 32 in the archives and we kind of did more of a detailed dive on everything that those particular platforms offer and the integrations that they offer and they don't mm-hmm. offer. Um, and so right. if you are interested in any three of those, you can certainly go back in the archives and avail yourself of that episode and the information therein. But Travis, I would mm-hmm. say there is certainly another option. Well, before we get to that other option, I'd, I do want to point out, oh, first of all, thank you for that beautiful like segue that I just yeah, that stole just back from you. Walked all over. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you know me. I've got to talk uh... a lot, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I just wanted to mention that um that first of all, the three, you know, calling them the big three, you could definitely argue that. I, I would think that printful. And Printify are probably the big two. And then there's probably a lot of people that would wrestle for rotating <laughs> third or three. <laughs> but episode 32, we talked about those three. So for us, those yeah. are the big three. Sure. Um, the other thing I'll mention is uh, if you didn't know this, Printify is actually a marketplace for printers. So I could belong to Printify and, and actually you could right. if you and went you to their fulfill. thing. Yeah. So it's not, um, it's, it can be a low cost opportunity for you. Um, but the issue can be, um, if one supplier is out of a certain color, certain size, Printify may auto shift your, um, your order to another supplier and their printers are garbage maybe. And it's not something that you've sampled. And so you're immediately getting you know, they're basically, solving that problem for you, which is great. But at the same time, you're not hundred percent sure what kind of quality you're going to get from printer number two or printer B uh, because you're set up with printer A and you've sampled them and you really like them and uh, they're doing great for you. But so that's something. And then if you have, um, if you have multiple products coming from different suppliers, um, you know, like, Hey, we do coffee mugs. Well, Company A does coffee mugs. We do T-shirts. Company B does T-shirts. Somebody orders a T-shirt and a mug. It's coming from two different places. Is that good or bad? I don't know. It's just something to be aware of. So, because your customer is going to be like, "Hey, I got the right. mug, and there was no shirt in here," <laughs> or vice versa. You know, yeah. and you have to be able to understand. Oh, okay. Well, it's still coming. Here's the tracking for that. You know, and having that information uh, will be important for you. Uh, versus Printful and Guten. And there's a whole lot others, but they actually yeah. produce their stuff in-house. Um, now you can still use a combination of Printful and Guten and Printify, right. knowing full well that if people order multiple things, they're all going to come from different places and you got to keep right. track of all that. Um, but I think it's always nice to kind of, if you can, try to limit your supplier to one place um, yeah. that does a lot of things, which brings us to your segue, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yes, it does. I was just thinking when talking about big threes uh, that we could maybe – we had – for those listening, we had a lot of conversations about Mount Rushmore last night after the win <laughs> of the Stanley Cup and the Mount Rushmore of Colorado sports figures and, and all these different like prerequisite qualifications that would qualify the different versions of Mount. So as he's think talking about this, all I'm thinking is like, 
He's doing Mount Rushmore of like print on demand suppliers, but who knows? Mm. That could be fun theme of bonus episodes. Um, <laughs> it's just Mount Rushmore episodes on various topics. Uh, so yeah, but all of that to say, there is another option, Travis. I'm going to tee up this transition one more time and uh, swing away. <laughs> I want, I'm not going to torpedo it this time, I promise. Um, so yeah, obviously you guys probably know Make Your Mark Design is our company. We do fulfillment and and we integrate yeah. with you know Etsy and Amazon and Shopify and Walmart and Squarespace. Um, yeah, Squarespace, all kinds of different places um and and we do order fulfillment and so um you know it's not as it's not as shiny and flashy as some of these other big companies that re you really have access to a lot of technology to get make a really nice user, user interface or whatnot but um we are able to through the use of like spreadsheets and things like that which aren't very sexy <laughs> but they get the job done we can integrate yeah. with those channels and we can integrate with your inventory and um and produce those products for you. We can also yep. through Deco network, which we've talked about here on the show, um, we can create online stores for you and fulfill, you know, whatever you need. Um, if, if your customer doesn't have a store and they want to just sell some stuff, maybe they have a, a WordPress site, but you know, they don't know how to, you know, do the right plugins to make an actual e-commerce site. Well, we can just like literally come right aside, right beside that and help you create something that's somewhat branded for, you know, your customer or for you. Sure. Um, and then you have access to all of our, to our catalog of goods that you can put your stuff on uh, right. your logo, your designs or whatever. And then of course, in those situations, you're responsible for the marketing, but um, in a lot of instances, these are used by influencers or yeah. people who, you know, have audiences and they're, uh, like Josiah was saying, they're wearing the T-shirt. They come out in the TikTok. They do the dance. They do the whatever. Um, and then they say, check out my T-shirt. Go to this link. And uh, that points back to us. We fulfill it and uh, give a commission on what you've made beyond what we charge for those things at the end yeah. of the month. Yeah, absolutely. And the other good thing about working with Make Your Mark Design is... There is a phone number and you guys already know the people you'll talk to. So you've heard <laughs> all of them on this show at one point or another, whether it's Uncle Mike or Tate, myself or Travis or whoever, uh, you know who you're working with. You know that you have a direct line of access. You know that this, if there is an issue, it can be resolved expediently instead of sending an email off into the ether and hoping that someone gets back to you within 24 business right. days. Um, you know, the turnaround time as far as customer support is a lot better uh, when you're working with with a smaller company, which is one at advantage. Like really, it's the advantage that I think can set a local mom and pop shop apart from some of the big guys. Whereas, you know, maybe you mm -hmm. don't offer quite as many products. You're not as cheap. People will go with you and make the decision to work with you if you are better and more attentive and you're there and they feel like they have a person that they know they yeah. can talk to that there's established rapport and trust. So that definitely kind of sets over or the thing that can, that can push over um, the mom and pop shops, smaller yeah. places like making a design over the top. I, I was just going to say, I was listening to a podcast. Um, you know who Guy Raz is, does yeah. how I built how this I built and this. wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom from the top. Um, and I was listening to a 
podcast today uh, with him talking with the CEO of Sprint. And one of the things they got really, not super in the weeds, but one of the things that they dug into a little bit was just talking about how much customer service costs a company. And, um, and so any way that you can, you know, um, shorten the amount of time that you have kind of in the queue or figuring something out or having to deal with that customer or their, their issue, um, that, that saves money over time. So it may pay for, you know, not having that one product or paying a little bit more for product B versus product A, um, Again, you know, it's almost like we need to get that Venn diagram out and add customer service, you know, as one of, the, as one of yeah. those big circles. Um, but, you know, maybe it's part of, of quality, you know, or something like that. But right. uh, it's definitely something that you should consider uh, regardless of which provider you choose. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we're at the end of this episode unless you have anything else you want to add or you want to uh ask about i guess i could tell you how you can connect with us if you do want us to work with you if you want to know more about the process you can email info at make your mark dot design you go to make your mark dot design the website um and there's a little form there on the left hand side when you get there you can say i have an e-commerce store or i want an e-commerce store you can click one of those two buttons it will lead you to you know some more information you can fill out a form mm -hmm. and get back to us um or yeah you can info at printondemandcast.com there's tons of ways to get in touch with make your mark design directly if you are wanting to use us to fulfill your product which of course i can tell you it's a really cool experience talking to listeners as we have in the past of like hey we heard on the podcast this is what you guys are doing we want to work with you and there's already an established connection because we talk so much and so frequently for 97 episodes that people feel like they know us, which then in many respects they do. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened and changed over 97 episodes. So, but it's always fun to connect with, with you guys, especially in the context of you wanting us to help your business succeed. So. Yeah. I mean, not least of the changes is my hair length. That's true. I think episode 100, we'll just do like a, comparison shot of episode <laughs> <laughs> early episode travis and long hair episode 100 travis so i think i think it could work uh anything else before we wrap wrap this thing up i don't think so i think uh we're good to wrap all right well <laughs> like the thank beastie you boys that's right Partay through deer free. Uh, if you guys want to, uh, you know, leave us a review, your favorite dad joke. I don't know. Feel free to do that. Uh, you can get uh, to us to review us on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a review. Five stars, of course. Leave a comment. You can review us on Spotify as well um, and let us know what you think of the show. I know that we say that it, you know, makes us feel good, which it does. But on the logistic, like practical sense, it just helps the algorithm tell uh, the the system that more people need this information. So share the show, share the YouTube videos, share the page. Uh, and if you know people that need this information or maybe wanting to dabble into POD and, and what it's all about, let us know, let them know and send us, send them the show. Uh, you can reach out to us on social media. Of course, printondemandcast.com slash Facebook is where you can join the Facebook group. Uh, some people have been submitting dad jokes recently and I think it's hilarious. And a lot of people, some mm -hmm. good memes happening 
uh, that are dad joke centered. So I think that would be really, really good to see more of as well because it's always entertaining. Some levity is always much, much needed. But if you have questions for us about this episode, if you have questions for Uncle Mike or anybody, uh, let us know. And then that's one way you can do it is through the Facebook group. If you don't have Facebook, you know, you hate Facebook. I get it. I understand. You can email us at the aforementioned uh, email address info at printondemandcast.com is how you can get in contact with us outside of social media. Otherwise, if you want to see more content, we have printondemandcast.com slash YouTube and printondemandcast.com slash Instagram is where you can go and follow us on the other platforms as well. So thank you guys so much for your patience, for bearing with us during hockey playoff season. You know now <laughs> that there's a precedent. So next year at this time, if things are a little hit and miss, you know, you know, why. too bad, so, frankly, yeah. too bad. <laughs> watch the game. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. You know, just watch the game, cheer for the Avs. I don't care where you're from. And by the way, if we have any Tampa fans, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> go Avs, go. Uh, so <laughs> when we release this, I can just watch the, the statistics and watch our Florida yeah. listenership just plummet yes. like their playoff chances last night. So with all that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. For Travis, I'm Josiah. We'll see you <laughs> next week right here on the Print On Demand cast. See ya. Hey, babe. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure.